2: The Washington football team, 27. Philadelphia, 17. Lots of things to unpack here. Kiss, let's go to you first. What on earth happened here? 27. This was a 17 to nothing game. Eagles. I mean, this was the. Everybody sees that meme of the horse drawn, like where the back half is like beautiful and then the second half is like stick figures or whatever. This was the like football game embodying of that meme. What happened?
3: Carson Wentz was gorgeous for 25 minutes.
2: Mm. Carson Wentz
3: was. Just abysmally ugly for 35 minutes after that. I mean, okay. I, I had tweeted out during the game, like, the game was 17-17, and I felt like Carson Wentz was singularly responsible for every single point on either side of that game. The game went mm. as Carson Wentz went, right? 17 nothing. he's looking great. Then he throws a couple picks, allows Washington. Like, all five of Washington's drives started in Philadelphia territory. That's tremendous stress to put on a defense. They just went cold, and here's the problem. This is what worries me. It wasn't one thing. It was three things. One, Carson went into the tank badly and struggled with accuracy, decision-making, pocket management, under duress. So that's number two, under duress, literally all game. They had guys hurt. They were bringing in former rugby players to play at right tackles. They they were on the third right tackle. Lane Johnson was out. Yep. Mm -hmm. Lane Johnson out. You've got the right guard situation. They were just putting in guys in and out, so on and so forth, against one of the better defensive lines that's full of first rounders in Washington that were just eating them alive. That's its own problem. So that's a second problem. The third problem is the coaching staff, the offensive think tank, the the remodeled think tank there in Philadelphia, bringing all these different new minds, cannot figure out, let's roll Carson Wentz away from the pocket, only one design rollout that entire game, move him away from the chaos. No, we want him to be under center, turn his back to a rush that is absolutely coming for his (laughs) life, and then turn around and make a snap decision with a guy right in his face. It was all three bad. You cannot just put it on one. It's not an excuse for Carson that two and three happened because he was just as bad as the rest of them. So that's my concern. It's not just one thing to clean up. It's all three. And if they don't get that fixed fast, it is going to be ugly for them.
2: The Washington defensive line is incredible. Uh Chase Young lived up to the hype. Ryan Kerrigan, I saw past Dexter Manley, uh, for most sacks in franchise history. Kind of a low key amazing thing. Uh kind of like Ryan Kerrigan's entire career, really. and, and look, he's been buried there and then, you know, whatever. But I, I don't know why the Eagles hate Carson Wentz so much. <laughs> it, it really is amazing to me. I thought Jalen Rager was nice. I, I and certainly uh a positive sign looking forward, but Man, this was, this was rough. And this was just this was just like, and every team has like these throwaway games to start the year, typically, or, or maybe even throughout the year, and the Eagles really had one, and I know the Eagles schedule is tough uh, certainly this season, you get the the first place schedule, and whatever this was one of those games you have to have and man, this this was very strange it, a lot was made about Dwayne Haskins' his halftime speech, Ron Rivera, notably battling cancer and certainly our, our, our prayers and wishes to him, yeah. I thought he did a marvelous job, honestly, amid everything he has had to deal with uh, since taking that job but uh, this was with no disrespect to Ron Rivera more Eagles collapsed to me than it was Washington elevating itself and kind of taking this game
1: Washington played inspired football I think
2: after the half uh, not
1: to do the Chet Cootery game but did you pick this game RJ did you pick this game? (laughs) I was the only person to pick the Washington football team there's something cool about rooting for a team with a new name. I thought they, they felt like they had a little bit of new flavor yesterday. I, it all started with Fabian Moreau, the cornerback, making the play of the day. He fell to was back on the interception. I thought Washington really needed to see that after trading Quentin Dunbar away in the offseason. Two games, there were two picks, I believe, in this game that really stood out. Uh, Moreland jumps the route in the second yeah. half. Uh, Wentz was looking at him the whole time on that play. I watched it a couple of times, so he was able to jump that that route. We talked about Wentz or Dak. Uh, maybe the answer is no No, thank you to either one. I, that, I, after watching the football games you. yesterday, and you see what, what Watson, when he has time, and, and Lamar and, and Pat could do. I still don't know if Dwayne Haskins is a guy, but he shined at, at times during this game. Uh, I, I thought that he, he showed some signs, okay, he could be. I thought the key play for Washington was fourth and four in the third Rivera mystifies the offense with Botzik just darts down untouched. And and Wentz really had no chance. Eight sacks for Washington. Uh, we said good for Ron Rivera. I thought this was a positive for Philly. You mentioned Rager, and I agree with you. Rager looks like he could be a thing in early, and I think the Eagles need that. I also thought that Goddard and Ertz could be this two tight end thing that is a little bit more of a kosher version of Gronk and Hernandez. No 69, no crime, too fine. Ertz and Goddard could be this two tight end monster in Philly. So that's a positive sign moving forward.
2: Uh, I think we would be remiss if we did not mention Kissed, especially with uh, the drama going on in Philadelphia right now. Because anytime the Eagles lose, there's drama. Uh, it was reported last week that Zach Ertz wants a contract extension. Mm. Obviously, one of the best tight ends in the NFL. On Sunday morning, in the classic dump of all stories, we talked about the Brady New Orleans one. It was reported that Zach Ertz and Howie Roseman got into a bit of a scuffle, not not a physical one, but a, but a verbal one. And the Eagles obviously have Dallas Goddard now in his third year, second round pick um and so there's there's that point of confidence obviously he's, he's played well but this would not be good <laughs> I, I have to imagine and honestly uh, my, my most logical trade destination I just want to say this out there right now is Chicago a because they have all of the tight ends and b because I believe that Julie Ertz's NWSL team is the Chicago one and so the Chicago Red Star so mm-hmm. maybe maybe there, there's obviously some you know there's the Windy Foles factor City power
1: couple on the horizon
2: it makes sense Sense to me um but so i mean that's a long ways away but this this is clearly a thing moving forward
3: so dallas goddard is their second round pick Zach Ertz also there, both great talents dallas goddard thinks he can be a top five tight end Zach Ertz right now is a top five tight end Zach Ertz is paid pretty well he's paid within that tier he thinks he might be Kittle, kelsey worthy i don't know about that he definitely wants to be paid more than austin hooper they have the same agent he that the offer that the eagles came back to him with later on from the, they they altered the November offer. It was different and it was lower than Austin Hooper. And that really ticked Ertz off. So they got into a heated argument at practice on the field. A lot of people were around and heard that, but here's the thing. Ertz has urgency with wanting to be paid. I mean, look at it now, compare them. Dallas Goddard, eight catches, 101 yards and a touchdown. Zach Ertz, three catches, 18 yards, a touchdown and a crucial drop on fourth and three in a big yep. time situation, he is not making that argument any easier. The Eagles can really only pay one; their contracts are up at the same time. Dallas Goddard is making his case to be
1: the guy of the future, and I think that's how this thing ends up shaking out. And the Eagles don't, the Eagles don't have to pay him, right? They don't have to pay right. Goddard yet, yet, and so that is hurting Ertz tremendously. I think if the Eagles ran it back into a corner and only had a Ertz. Of course he gets paid, but this goes back to it being a business. I
2: don't think you could kill the Eagles for that either. I don't think you can. What? How can they pay him? I agree. And that's why I, I, agree. I certainly agree with the narrative that the Eagles are not doing a lot of things to help Carson Wentz, despite the fact that they drafted Jalen Rager. But for Carson's career, at least, which, again, is, is a, a bit in the rearview mirror. Zach Ertz has been his favorite target and so you know the the fact that you know now this is a thing with Carson's most trusted weapon is you know is annoying at the very least but but yeah you mentioned the fourth down drop very unlike him Uh, you mentioned Austin Hooper those Stanford tight ends they stick together
1: make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your
2: podcasts
0: Visit MethodProducts.com to unleash your inner shower. From data privacy to the future of TV, retail media, and beyond, the world of digital marketing is constantly in flux. So how can you keep up? Well, the Current Report is there for you. Each week, marketing leaders on the cutting edge give you the latest insight. So if it's creating a buzz, they'll be talking about it. Subscribe to The Current Report wherever you get your podcasts.